Welcome to the Brand Ballers Podcast, where it's all about learning to build a brand that people understand. I'm Carl. And I'm Mike. And each week we tackle a topic related to personal branding. We talk about the importance, the goals, and share action steps based on our personal experiences. Our hope is to fast track your branding efforts so you can confidently demonstrate your expertise and knowledge to your audience. Okay, so in the last several weeks, we've been talking about different blogging topics and goals you should strive to achieve with blogging for your business. So we are supposed to be covering six topics in all, which were, number one, high-level planning. Number two, find a content form that your audience will like. Number three, find a tone of voice. Number four, find a process to produce your blog. Number five was finding a process to promote your blog after you've created something. And then episode number six is find out if what you're doing is actually any good, as in measuring if it's working or not. So last week was week number five, and we talked about finding a process to promote your blog. And so finally today, we've got you know number six, which is measuring your performance to see if what you're doing is actually doing any good. All right? So why don't we talk about <laughs> the importance of all that? Yeah, this is our favorite section. Yeah, totally. <laughs> but all right, when it comes to measuring your efforts, like the idea is... You just want to give yourself some baselines that can help lead you, uh, lead your next actions. So if I think about little league and, or like sports, you know, your parents would ask you like, how did you play? And you know, what are you going to say? And if you struggled or, or if you did something good, they might ask you, well, what would you do to improve or what would you change? And I think that's the idea of being able to measure something to just try to help you figure out how are you going to you know, find a better way, the next steps. I like that, actually. I like that kind of analogy with sports because I think that's more understandable or accessible for people because when we look at measuring um, stuff online, there are just so many different ways that people can measure stuff, right? And so a lot of the times it's like, okay, well, you know, let's, let's figure out what the ROI is or what's the value of this post or, the, the you know, our blog or whatever. But I think when you talk about it that way, that, okay, what did we do? And then how did that work out for us? And then just how can we improve what we've just done kind of thing? I think that's really just a really simple way to look at it. So, um, so I think it's more like, okay, focusing on stuff that works for you, right? Just yeah. dumb, it, dumb it down. And so dumb I, it down. <laughs> just make things do. as simple as possible. So. That's right. Just <laughs> dumbing it all down. So, uh, so as an example of dumbing it down, like for my YouTube videos, that's basically all I look at is, you know, do people actually like the videos? Do they comment on them? Uh, do they, you know, uh, you know, uh, watch them, obviously. But the comments actually tell me a lot because they tell me that, oh, yeah, people actually liked it. And um, I also look at the number of likes as well. So um, if I see that uh, more people are liking them than hating them, then I think, okay, something is working. And it's funny because, like, the things that you do um, online a lot of times you're not going to see that, I guess, um, ROI or whatever immediately uh, because, for example, some of the videos I've made like five years ago, they're still getting likes and still getting comments on them. So I know that, you know, over time, that's, that's kind of that, that effectiveness or whatever is still there and it kind of builds and builds and mm -hmm. builds. Right? So there's that too. So what about like um, maybe different types of goals or different types of measurements? You want to talk about like maybe uh, performance goals maybe? So with performance goals, the, the idea is just basically did you – hit your goals that you set out to do. If not, what 
caused you from or what prevented you from reaching your goals and try to think how can I eliminate that but if you did uh, pat yourself on the back because you did something really good and that's great but we always want to improve so try to think of how you know what's the next steps that I can take to improve when it comes to measurements like I find from a performance level it's kind of helpful for us uh, just in terms of producing stuff. So just to give example, uh, what Vitor and I do when it comes to making things for the web, we do these things called uh, daily stand-up meetings. And basically every day uh, before we start, so so we have this thing before 9.30 every day, uh, we have to, we state what we did yesterday. So what we accomplished yesterday, what we plan to do today. And we also have this extra question, what would what could potentially prevent us from reaching our goals today? And it's just a way to like think about things from a, from a really high level. But it, what I find is because we're working at two different locations, it's a way for us to uh, see what is on each other's plates. Uh, it helps with accountability. I think from a personal standpoint, it's helping us to get a better sense of what we can actually do in one day. So when you first start off, it's like you say, I want to do xyz and and like the list is huge well if you tackle that maybe you you're good for like a day or two but you might crash <laughs> because you're just overloaded and you realize you know what i can't do this every single day so i think it's it's really helped us out uh to really get a sense of what we're capable of doing on a daily basis yeah it's cool I and mean, if you bring that back to like your sports analogies like let's say for example when you're playing baseball or whatever and let's say, like, you know, on this day you want to practice, I don't know, like you're batting or you're bunting or whatever. I don't know, I don't play baseball, but you, know, you can tell me more about that. But, you know, let's say you want to practice, like, fielding, I don't know, pop flies or something. I don't know. Yep. Right? Like, you do that for, like, a whole day or you do that for whatever. And you're like, okay, we did that and that's what I did and that's what I worked on. Then, you know, work on the next thing or whatever, right? Going down the list. Yeah, totally. The other thing that we measure is, uh, or the other thing you can measure is pro promotional efforts. Uh, so this is about engagement with your audience. And so uh, when it comes to marketing, are you being heard uh, through the channels that you use? And, you know, what you can measure, you know, from a very high level is this thing of page page views, video views, or, or number of listens. And especially when you're just starting off, this might just be good enough as far as what you're Depressing. measuring. Yeah. depressing as well. <laughs> Reality check. No one is listening to, to us. No one's all. listening. No one is listening. Yeah. <laughs> That's why we act so dumb on this thing because we know no one's really listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Having some measurements set up, it, it gives some indicators of, you know, are certain channels more effective than others? And just to give an example of this podcast, uh, so because we're talking about branding, we just assumed that LinkedIn would be one of our top, uh, areas to promote our, to promote this podcast and, uh, create some engagement. And, uh, for, for me, it's, or for us, it's actually hasn't been the case at all. So I, it turns out that Twitter and there's this other site called product hunt, uh, where I, I share the podcast. That's actually where we get our most engagements and by engagements, I mean, the you can see people are, are either liking or mentioning or retweeting this and you can see and in the numbers in terms of number of listens on our um, podcast account it's actually higher uh, because we've started doing this yeah I think that's really true in, in the sense of like okay just being 
I guess being open to where you can, you know, share your stuff and where you're actually getting the results from. So it's not going to be from one particular place. Um, you know, I, I mentioned, of course, the YouTube videos or whatever, but also for my presentations videos specifically, I know that, um, you know, certain videos are, uh, they work better for, for whatever reason because of the topic that they cover. Um, and then I also know that they tend to work better from, from my YouTube channel and also just directly on my website because there's already been sort of an established, I guess, um, audience there. Mm -hmm. And for that one as well, I think Twitter, for example, works well. So I kind of know, okay, well, I'm not going to put it up onto like Tumblr or like Pinterest or whatever because it just really isn't much engagement in those places. Um, but yeah, it's just a matter of like sorting out which one kind of works best and just kind of being, I guess, open to trying different ones all the time uh, to figure out which ones you're, you're, you're getting a better result from. It. Said it right there, like, you know that Tumblr, you just don't get engagement. And the only reason you know that is because you tried it and you actually saw the results from it. So that's a little measurement right there. Yeah, I mean, it's true because like in the past, I think I had like a whole bunch of different places where I just, you know, would, sp I guess, like spread, like <laughs> sow the seeds kind of thing, right? <laughs> Just sowing seeds kind of thing all over the internet kind of thing. And, and like it, would, it wouldn't get anywhere. Like honestly, it was more a waste of time trying to get it out to every single place than it was to just kind of, you know, stick with the ones who were working. Mm -hmm. It took a while to figure it out. But, yeah. um, you know, for example, like opt-ins on my website, that's one area where I thought, okay, well, if I can improve that, then I know that people are, you know, either responding to what, what's on the, on the website or they're responding to the offer of the opt-in. So, you know, th those kind of things definitely help too so okay, cool cool all right all right uh, the other thing to remember i think the important thing to remember also is that um you know blogging is a long-term thing it's a, it's playing the long game uh if you get like a short-term spike in something it's not necessarily an indication that you know uh you're you are doing something right it could just be luck um like as an example one a, a guy i know made a video about um, a figure skater the korean figure skater one time and it just so happened that it coincided with her um I think it was she was in some competition that she won or she had like some controversy or something happened at the exact same time that he published. So he ended up getting like a whole bunch of views to his video. But then the next week, you know, the next video that he talked about, it dropped back down to like two people watching kind of thing. <laughs> right. Right? Because it was, it was just yeah. luck. So it was like a short-term spike that didn't really, wasn't a true indication of how his videos overall were performing. And so, you know, the, the point here is that you got to just kind of keep being consistent and, and kind of laying down a foundation of value and then that way you know over time you can establish your presence and then i guess for all of your content you know you'll start getting the numbers or whatever you're, you're after mm. bam 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 yeah, yeah. All right. okay sowing our seeds quickly <laughs> all right so to spread our seeds, let's do some action steps here. And let's start off with the first one. List what you can measure and where. The The basic idea is it's, you know, if you're gonna blog, just try to get those high level uh, measurements, uh, page views, video watches, number of listens, and have those somewhere available where you can easily check them. Uh, so, you know, it's nice to look at these things uh, maybe once a week. Uh, for example, with the podcast, uh, we can now say, hey, over the past couple of weeks, we've been doubling our listener base or the number of listens. That's, That's cool. That's like from That's one to two. That means cool. that more people than my mom are listening to this. So, my, Mine unsubscribed, by the way. Oh, all right. Yeah. <laughs> but 
Yeah, I, I really like it. So we're, we're using SoundCloud uh, just because it's really simple to get the podcast up there. And it's just kind of cool. You can see like how many listens you get in the first 24 hours. And when we first started, we were getting, uh, well, you start with nothing. But uh, the first few episodes, definitely there was something of like 10. Uh, now the last one we just saw was uh, like 60 podcast uh, or 60 listens. So you know, something is happening and, you know, it, I think part of the reason is just due to we're changing our strategy, our approach a little bit of how we're sharing and getting the word out. And also over time, things will just naturally come, you know, in higher numbers. Well, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I, know, I guess, I guess part of it is kind of working, but it's also, uh, I guess that kind of leads into the second action step that we have, which is just to make changes to your blogging that will help you achieve your goals. So as an example, we had to change our podcast format, like Mike said, right, in order to kind of, you know, I guess, get it working better, uh, so to speak, in terms of listeners. But also maybe you want to find ways that you can streamline or maybe simplify the way that you share and promote, uh, which can also help in consolidating your data so that, like I said, you don't want to have you know, it on Tumblr and Pinterest and all these different places and Twitter and whatever, but you know, none of it's working. So kind of like figure out what's working, streamline. Um, the other thing also that you can kind of look at if you're sending out emails is to look at the open rates. So if the open rates are low, you might want to think about, okay, tweaking something like, for example, the, the titles of your, po- of your blog posts, you know, something like that. Okay, so those are kind of cool. Do you want to talk about the SoundCloud thing, like about, the, how, about when you're sharing it before and what we're doing now? So just to give an idea, uh, an example of a measurement here was when we first started, so what, what I do is I take the show notes and uh, the, so we upload um, the podcast to SoundCloud, but I would t- take the show notes and this uh, link from SoundCloud and I would create a blog post and I was sharing those as new, new podcast out, check it out and trying to drive people to uh, the, the website. And so I was doing that, but then I just started, okay, on SoundCloud, there's a very simple feature where you just push a button and it shares immediately um, to, uh, to like Twitter and Facebook. And I started do- using that more recently. For whatever reason, the, the number of listeners has gone up by doing that. So there's some kind of indicator that, okay, maybe people just prefer to get to the podcast this way. Maybe it's easier. Maybe it loads up faster. I don't know what it is, but... It's definitely something that we're to consider and just to say, okay, when it comes to promoting, let's not just use our websites. Let's also use these, these other social channels. And I guess these all these social channels, they have built-in tools for helping you promote and also for helping you measure as well. And they, they do want you to be popular. It's not like they're you know, trying to keep you down kind of thing, you know, it's not, you know yeah. they're not trying to like suppress you or like, you know, shut you up or anything like that. They do want you to be successful because it just means more traffic for them, more advertising revenue for them, you know, so it does work out in their favor too. So definitely use their tools when you, when you get the chance to. And that's actually really weird. Like I thought these easy, you know, these one, one click uh, promotional tools, like they just seem sort of well. If everyone's if everyone has access to it, it's almost like it. It just seems like it's oh, it's not going to be as powerful because then I'm just going to be like one of the others. But Selling out. Yeah, right. Like I'm not spending that little extra ten seconds to make something unique that's for just for me. But it's strange. I mean, the number you know, just doing it as the way that they uh, they're promoting it to just the one click shares, I'm actually getting, we're getting more engagement out of this. So it's like, wow, 
Maybe they have Simple, something. Yeah, <laughs> they know something we, do that we don't. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we've done that from the beginning. We'd have like, you know, 6,000 yeah. listeners now, right? Instead of 65. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay. So the third and final action step that we have is don't get overly caught up in metrics. Yes, they are valuable, but it's just as important, if not even more important, to be very consistent with your blogging efforts and to make sure that you're offering consistent value as well. Make sure you know what your audience wants and deliver that because that will ultimately be what drives people to your content. Yeah. Don't let the metrics get in the way of just producing stuff. Yeah. Don't let the metrics keep you down. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Anyway. <laughs> Okay, anyway, so hope you enjoyed this series on blogging for your business. So in case you missed them, the topics we've covered, you can go back and listen, but the topics that we covered were number one, high-level planning, number two, finding a content form that your audience will like, number three, finding a tone of voice, number four, finding a process to produce your blog, five was finding a process to promote your blog after you've created something, and then this episode number six, the last one was find out if what you're doing is actually any good as in measuring if it's working serious complete and that is this episode of the brand ballers podcast be sure to subscribe to get fresh new episodes each and every single week and please let us know if you have any questions or topics that you'd like us to cover thanks for listening to brand ballers learning to build a brand that people understand